about SurveyMonkey, don't you? That massive big online survey tool that enables you to capture information via an online survey. They'll analyze it for you on their dashboard so then you can make business de decisions from it. You might have used it from an enterprise point of view or even a, as a business owner, a marketeer or even a market researcher. You might have used it once, you might have used it twice, but you might also be using it every year to conduct your market research, customer feedback, or even your employee research. What you might not have known though, is that they've gone through a massive big rebrand. And I've been really lucky now to talk to Karen about that rebrand and what it means to the company, which is now called Lamentive. I hope you enjoy, and please leave a comment in the comment box below if you found it interesting or if you've got any other comments and questions for Momentive. Thanks for joining me today then, Karen. Um, so obviously I'm, I know quite a bit about your, your background at Momentive AI and sort of SurveyMonkey, but for the people who may not know you too well, why don't you give a, a introduction about yourself in case I, I miss anything from your, your bio, which will put me in a bit of trouble. Sure. Hi. I'm so glad to be here, Jake. Thanks for having me. My name is Karen Budell. I'm currently the Vice President of Brand Marketing at Momentive. Uh, we are the makers of SurveyMonkey and Get Feedback. So really excited to be here and talk a little bit about that transformation uh, from our corporate brand of SurveyMonkey to Momentive. Prior to joining Momentive, I was at Google and YouTube for around four years. On the enterprise platform side, I worked very closely uh, with the Ads Portfolio rebrand team where we brought Google Analytics 360 Suite and DoubleClick together to launch Google Marketing Platform. Um, and my, my last uh, year was on the YouTube ads marketing side. So really selling the, the value of that highly engaged global audience to brands and agencies and advertisers. Um, I, I've been spending the last seven or uh, seven or so years in the enterprise B2B uh, tech space. Prior to that, I was at a content marketing agency in Chicago, which is my hometown. Um, nice. We did custom publishing and digital content marketing strategies for B2C and B2B brands. Um, and then I actually started my career in journalism uh, at the Chicago oh, yeah. Tribune Company, the, the storied Tribune Tower on Michigan Avenue started on the editorial side uh, as a journalist. I was covering the the police beat for the city of Chicago for our 24-7, 365 wire service, um, then went on to cover the entertainment scene. And while I was working there, I went back to grad school to get my MBA and I started transitioning into marketing roles, many of which um, had consumer insights and research baked into the purview so that that could guide our strategy. Definitely. And do you actually think that you've maybe taken any of your journalism skills into your your roles today or your previous sort of roles that you mentioned at all? A hundred percent. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities, isn't there, between maybe some of the skills, what you've learned from, yeah, journalism and now into your roles today. Yeah, it, it's definitely informed a, a lot of the way that I've um, approached my career and different skill sets that I've carried forward, especially having uh, worked on the breaking news beat. You know, you have to learn how to ask questions, to keep digging in, to uncover the story. You need to get multiple sides of the story. You have to piece it together. So being driven by that curiosity um, has really been 
helpful to my career as a marketer and brand storyteller and just being able to be kind of quick on your feet and um in the news world you have to react right you you might have those proactive stories simmering in the background but you also have to be ready to act quickly Uh, so that i think has certainly served me well over the course of my career (laughs) definitely definitely and i know sort of curiosity was one of sort of survey monkeys sort of slogans or how it sort of pitched itself to to organizations and, and individuals and i know that they've gone through a or you've gone through a quite a transformation from a, a brand perspective could you maybe give a, a bit of an overview of, of what's happened at, at SurveyMonkey and yeah all in relation to that sort of new new positioning within the market absolutely uh, so i joined the company in january of 2020 when it was called SurveyMonkey. We all know what happened in March of 2020. The world shifted. Um, We weren't really prepared for anything that was going to be thrown at us over the the past 18 months or so. But when I joined, we were at a, a point in the company history where we were really pushing up market. We had just made two acquisitions in 2019. We acquired two CX products, Usabilla and Amsterdam, and get feedback based in San Francisco. So we, we were at this point where we had to evaluate our portfolio, our brand architecture, figure out what our path forward was. And we had already started to see a few signals through customer feedback, um, conversations from our sales team, where the name SurveyMonkey was presenting a few challenges when we wanted to sell the breadth of our enterprise solutions. And so that, that really led us down this path of a 14-month research journey where we had to ask ourselves some tough questions um, about, you know, what is it? Is it the name? Is it the brand? Because SurveyMonkey as a brand has incredibly high aided and unawaited, unaided brand awareness. Um, it, it, it's just mind boggling, which is why I was so excited to, to work at, um, at a company with that brand awareness and a beloved brand. Yeah. But we, you know, as much as that brand is beloved and it's still our core flagship product, was that the name that was going to serve the company well for this next 20 years of our chapter as we push further into the enterprise space. Um, So we did the research, uh, we embarked on a a strategic journey, a creative journey. We had to make a lot of decisions along the way. And then in June of 2021, you know, just over 90 days ago, we reintroduced ourselves to the world as Momentive, an agile experience management company and the makers of SurveyMonkey and GetFeedback. And it's quite a, I wasn't really expecting it and maybe not many other people were expecting that sort of change. Were there any sort of surprises when you were going through those changes or when you're going through the, the research that you thought, oh, I wasn't really expecting that feedback or from an internal sort of stakeholder perspective, was there anything that you, yeah, just have to sort of change your strategy or sort of think about maybe a little bit more than what you were expecting? Oh, surprises. I mean, sure, there were plenty of surprises along the way. Um, I would say one of the surprises that bolstered our decision and direction to move forward was in the customer and and user testing that we did. We heard from very senior um, decision makers at an enterprise company say, we can't use SurveyMonkey. And it was just a perception of the brand and the name um, within the enterprise space that they didn't you know, there was some skepticism about the robustness of our technology. Yeah. And so that was a surprise. Um, 
we also had some surprises, you know, as a company 22 years old, we have a, um, we have both new employees that joined mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago and we've got in company employees that have been at the company for over 10 years. Yeah. So what was going to be the reaction of those employees that have really kind of, um, created their career identity around SurveyMonkey, how would they take that change? It's a a, a bit of an emotional change if if that's how you identify. Um, And we saw employees on, you know, both ends of the spectrum, but we used research um, under the guise of an employer brand survey during the course of this highly confidential work stream. We we asked uh, our employee base a series of questions about what was it that they loved about the brand, the company, the culture, and and really tried to to use those insights to shape our strategy. And what we found was it was our culture and the people Mm -hmm. of the company that really created the magic uh, of of who we were. And that was not anything that we wanted to change. We could change the name on the building, but we wanted to make sure that we brought that goodness forward. You know, Mm -hmm. we're still here to power the curious so they can shape what's next. Um, but but we also found out that, you know, some folks were really, really attached to the name. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it took them a while to get used to the change. Uh, so we, we, had, we had surprises on both ends of the spectrums, but overwhelmingly the feedback from our customers, from our employees, our key stakeholders has uh, been a lot of, yeah, that makes sense. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. You can still have SurveyMonkey as your core product. And then yeah. Momentive is the name of your company and your enterprise solutions. Definitely, definitely. And you were, obviously, this was sort of during that sort of pandemic, which we won't go into at all. And I'm sure a lot of the teams working on this were possibly still remote working and joining loads and loads of remote calls to, to work out what that plan was. What sort of behind the scenes, what sort of teams were working on this sort of project to bring it all together for what we see online today as as momentum yeah well after i joined the company i maybe had about nine or ten weeks where i was lucky enough to meet some of uh my team and 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 partners in person but in in march of 2020 we you know we went into work from home mode and and we're still in that Mm -hmm. mode as we reimagine how we return to the office but um we had a very, very small core team to start when we embarked on the research journey. So it was myself, our CMO, my immediate team of brand leads, our creative director, our brand research lead, our head of brand strategy. And it was that core group that really started work on the research. Uh, we conducted over 10 different studies across seven countries, gathering over 22,000 respondents input to, to shape this journey. Um, but as we moved forward, it became clear we needed you know, some outside help uh, just to get that outside perspective. So we brought in an agency partner to, to work with us on the, the naming and the strategy. And then uh, we had to keep this highly, highly confidential, as you can imagine, because um, the first part of the journey was just exploratory and should we or shouldn't we. Uh, but in, um, in the beginning of 2021, and when we knew the direction that we were going to take, we had to start adding to that core project team. And so it slowly grew over time. And we started bringing in partners from mm-hmm. the product team, product and product design, mm-hmm. because we knew that we wanted our market research solutions to also carry forth the Momentive brand experience. Um, yeah. We had our partners mm-hmm. from sales, from engineering. Um, and as this grew, we got closer to launch 
the thing that became um, the thing that made it more real was we had to extend into all functions of the business. HR and our people partners were highly involved because this was going to have an impact on every touch point. In fact, our email addresses have now changed to our Momentive.ai domain. Um, We had to work with our friends in IT, all of the different business systems and applications that we engage on a daily basis would have to go through change. Um, A company name change for a public company also involves a lot of uh, legal and and tax implications. So I met a lot of my friends in that part of the business. We had to change our ticker symbol on the NASDAQ to now MNTV. So, you know, you can you can imagine how that very confidential core group started to expand. Yeah, Um, it was still a fairly small team in the end, maybe a couple of hundred employees overall. Uh, And then we shared the news uh, right before it went public with the entire company. Um, But it, it was, it was challenging, as you mentioned, because we were all going through um, the pandemic and, and whatever personal challenges, you know, were happening on the other side of a a zoom screen. Um, But I am just really so amazed and grateful for how resilient our teams were, how collaborative our partners were, both internally across functions and and with our agency partners. And we just all kind of came together to the table and recognized this was a big opportunity and a a big decision. So, you know, let's let's do it together. And, And personally, Jake, I think it's the thing that kept me going through some big challenges over the past year and a half. Um, I was evacuated from my home for a wildfire in California. I had a terrible mountain bike accident that resulted in two surgeries. So I I share that as we're, you know, as we're sharing more and more these days with people, like I had a lot going on, but this and the resiliency and the partnership from the people at Momentive is what kept me going um, and kept me excited about the future and what's next. Sorry to hear that. Hope oh, yeah. Feeling fully fully well. recovered now. Um, Lots of occupational <laughs> therapy, but uh, I'm good. Good. <laughs> Great. And, and is the sort of, so you, obviously culture's a, a main thing from from what you found when you started at Momentum Survey Monkey. It's all about, a lot about the people and, and the people working at the organisation. Has the sort of the same sort of culture stuck with the the company, even though it's gone through that sort of rebrand, it's still got the the same sort of underpinning and the same individuals behind the scenes. Um, Yeah, working on the product and working on- Yeah, absolutely. And I think that blend of people and technology that's one of the things that became so clear as a as a differentiator for us um, through the research. We were winning business because of the people um, that were engaging with prospects and customers. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to bake that into the brand identity, but we also knew we wanted to keep the the magic of our culture um, consistent in this next chapter. So. You know, oftentimes we associate the culture of a company with that physical presence, but I think the last 18 months have taught all of us how to rethink that. Um, And our internal events and communications team have done a phenomenal job of keeping our global employee base highly engaged and informed um, and connected. You know, we've been doing virtual concerts where people get to showcase their talents. Um, we've had some fantastic guest speakers come in uh, to the teams. So we've definitely uh, maintained that 
that culture of curiosity and collaboration. Uh, our focus on equality has really been um, so beautiful to see us not only have it part of our values as it has been for the past several years, but that we are leaning in and taking diversity, equity, and inclusion seriously from the very top of our organization to our CEO um, in bringing on our first chief diversity and social impact officer to having programs, trainings, initiatives, and more importantly, solutions and products that we're bringing to the market to, to help companies address equity in the workplace. So um, there is so much goodness uh, about the momentum culture and, and that still nods back to our rich heritage when the company was known as SurveyMonkey. And so I'm glad that we were able to keep that. I'm glad that we were able to showcase the the beauty of the blend of people and technology in our new brand as well. And so you'll see a lot of our customers or what we like to call reshapers featured on our website. Great. And, and for those sort of reshape and when you're sort of communicating to those reshapers and when you went out to thousands and thousands of people to, to understand actually, is this a good idea to, to rebrand the, the organization and to um, create momentum. Was that where you were using sort of your own sort of agile market research tools to, to actually go out there and, and conduct the research? Yes, absolutely. So we used a blend of qualitative and quantitative studies throughout throughout our research journey. And uh, when it came down to testing the names in particular, we started out with over a thousand names in ideation that were ultimately whittled down to around 50 or so that we brought to our executive team for discussion and debate. And then that further whittled it down to the top 10 that we put into a monadic design study so that uh, we had over 2000 respondents. Each respondent only saw one name and we asked them a series of questions, um, you know, what, what associations does this bring up? How easy is it to pronounce? Um, what, what attributes might you assign to it? And then we did a, a concept reveal, how well does the name fit the concept? So we used our, our own solution to, to run that study and, and get the insights, um, which was really amazing to see. One of our, our data viz outputs from that was, um, a spectrum of, of different attributes and we plotted out all 10 of the names to see where they would cluster. Um, so, so we had all that data um, coming together and it, you know, we used our own, our own tool as well to, to reach out to our employee base and get those insights I mentioned earlier with the employee yeah. study. It, it was incredibly helpful to have all that data. Um, what, what started to emerge was momentive was, you know, winning uh, across the board in some of those naming studies okay. but uh yeah. we often talk about making decisions with data and gut it really had to be a blend mm -hmm. of the art and science for this decision because we wanted to make sure that mm -hmm. the name you know gave us flexibility for the future gave us a big expansive mm -hmm. creative canvas to tell stories upon and so we when we had the last you know three to five names we we did some sort of creative explorations nice. so yes we used our solutions we also uh used some <laughs> other you know other mechanisms to to really feel good about the direction we chose with momentum and then take days and days with coffee and wine to actually decide on the top the top name out of the top five i'm guessing <laughs> 
yeah, it was it was a journey. That, that was the longest part of the creative journey um, because, I, as you can probably imagine, that's one of the biggest decisions in in a rebrand and relaunch of a company uh, positioning of this of this magnitude. So yeah, it was a uh, we certainly did not take that decision lightly. <laughs> Good. And if you could sort of break down the the actual logo itself, so what we see on sort of social media and on, on your website and. And actually, what, from a, a brand perspective, momentum means for to the outside world? How would you sort of yeah describe the the logo and sort of some of the reasons why you you picked momentum in comparison maybe to some of the other sort of top five names that were in the hat? Sure. Well. Um... Momentive is a word coined from momentum, movement. It really had a lot of that forward-moving energy, um, that that feeling to it. And in some of the um, open-ended feedback from the name testing, people described it as having that aha when when you're doing research yeah. and and you know you're trying to create momentum internally when yeah. you um, highlight insights. So. Momentive really seemed to encapsulate that, and as far as the logo and the story behind the the interlocking shapes, as I mentioned earlier, being able to highlight the intersection of people and technology and how critical it is um, to have the insights from technology, but know that people ultimately are going to make the call at the end of the day. Um, that quarter circle of yellow really represents humanity, and the triangle in blue up and to the right is the technology piece. They come together, that center slice we call heritage green, which is a nod to the green um, color that has been really recognizable and, and associated with the SurveyMonkey brand. It's yeah. a different shade of green, uh, but we knew that it helped us stand out in the landscape of enterprise blues, which you so often see in logos. And so we didn't <laughs> want to give up um, that differentiation. But I, I do really love the, the way that the shapes come together. It, it The shaping what's next is, is really about, you know, what we're trying to enable people to do um, by using insights and, yeah. and agile research. So it, it does tell a story and, and you know, as the shapes come together or as we play with them in um, separately, it really gives us a lot of flexibility with the brand identity and visual system. Definitely, definitely. And you, you sort of mentioned that you, this is part of a, a journey for Momentum and you've gone through a lot of different change internally to obviously help from HR to billing, I would have thought, yeah. to internal teams, yeah. to the wider company. Is there anything else now you need to do from a like a rebrand perspective and are there maybe any challenges that you may need to overcome in the future just due to the, the sheer volume of that? Yeah, rebrand? that is a great question. Ju uh, when we relaunched in, in June as Momentive, that was just the first day of this next chapter. We we are only just getting started, so the hard work is is now. You know, it's not over. We're still continuing to work on rebranding all of the assets and touch points across. Um, you know, from a product perspective, there's more work and innovation going to extend that 
um, brand experience in product and, and really flesh that out. We're continuing to build out our website at Momentive.ai. Um, we're launching new content features in the, the coming weeks, so I'm really excited about that. We want to be able to showcase all the fantastic research that our teams are doing on that new site. So a lot, a lot of work um, going on there. And then, you know, there's with a change of this magnitude, as I mentioned, there's a there's change management. So we have to make sure that our teams, both internally, uh, sales, frontline employees, um, and partners are enabled to tell the momentum story and, and understand how to, how to paint that picture. Uh, it's, it's tricky. You know, we're doing it all remotely as, as we, we mentioned, and there's a lot of history in 2020 in 22 years as a company. So we're, we're still working to make some of those transitions across the different touch points. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited about the progress the team's been making over the last couple of months. And we've got some great events coming up later this year that will be another opportunity to showcase um, all of our innovation and, and what we've done since rebrand. And you mentioned sort of doing a lot of it, like you say, online. And you don't see actually many companies have actually gone through a rebrand or remote or, or during the pan- pandemic. What was the, I guess, the highlight or, or the challenge of, of doing a, a whole company rebrand online, especially as you're, you weren't brand new to the, the company, but you were fairly new still to SurveyMonkey and Momentum when you joined? Yeah, um, I, I've been part of many rebrands before and what you typically get to do in the process is create some type of tactile experience, bring in, you know, printouts or artifacts, different, um, different demonstrations and illustrations of the brand and the identity and have your executives and partners walk around and immerse themselves in this new brand identity (laughs) to have to, you know, craft this new brand on, on Zoom or uh, on just a screen when you don't have anyone in the room with you was was a big challenge. But I will say one of the things that really, really helped us uh, create buy-in, create understanding with our em- employees as we, as we started to tell the story internally was we spent time creating what we call a sizzle reel. So we wanted to introduce new elements of the brand identity, the look and feel, the colors, the tone and voice, and some of the language through the magic of sight, sound, and motion. And then at the end of this 60 or 90 second clip, it says, we are momentive. And we sort of did a name reveal uh, at the end of it. And that little sizzle reel um, I loved watching the reactions in chat or live as people's faces reacted. It really helped create a little bit more of that magic, that sense of belonging and excitement. Yeah. It gave people chills. I probably watched it over a thousand times myself, and I still love hearing <laughs> the music and build to this crescendo yeah. of the name reveal. So I, I share that because anyone else that is contemplating a rebrand, whether it's at the corporate level or a product line, um, don't underestimate the importance and the value of bringing your employees along on the journey with you and investing in that internal communications and some type of, um, you know, artifact, video, what have you to, to tell your story and, and get people to believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think the I think there's an old saying which is still true around that if your employees are happy, then your customers will be even more happy 
afterwards because yeah, everyone's happy within your organization, mm-hmm. aren't they? And on that point, actually, so, so the the customers that we've met um, that we have featured on our website right now, I had the privilege of meeting with them as we were doing these photo shoots, wow. uh, meeting with them remotely, I should say. Uh, but yeah. it, under confidentiality, I got to share with each one of them. So the photo shoot you're on is for our corporate website, but it's going to be under a new name and brand. And I showed them that same video and reveal of our new name. And that was yet another point of validation in this journey to see customers who have, you know, using products across our portfolio, who've been using our uh, insights surfaced from our technology to make big decisions about digital transformation, employee experience, or overhauling a customer experience, it was wonderful to see their reaction, um, how they highlighted the attention Mm -hmm. to bringing people and technology together, how we're focused on highlighting and amplifying different voices and and diversity. So it was, it was really, that was another um, magic moment I would say on this journey is, is seeing their reaction and, and them also feeling excited to be part of the transformation journey. Definitely. You see all the the hard work has been all the hard work that's been put in and then you get the sort of that return on investment of all the the hours and the the minutes that you've been been putting together as a team to yeah form the new the new brand and the new yeah the corporate brand uh well thanks so much for joining me karen it's been an absolute privilege to to speak with you today to talk about momentum and yeah the the actual whole rebrand which i didn't even know um the ins and outs of the the rebrand so it's been really interesting thanks so much for having me jake it was great speaking with you as well bye thanks karen